Here we go. Welcome to episode number 59 of the Coffee and Joffy podcast. My guest today is Taryn, otherwise known as Healthy Hoffy on Instagram. If you're not following her already, make sure that you go and check her out. I'll uh, link it in the show notes. Taryn posts some really great training videos and ideas of workouts on her page. She's been doing it for years. I met her eight years ago down in Abu Dhabi when we trained together, and she's been doing it consistently since then. Um, what I love about Taryn's Instagram and what she does is that Although she's a great athlete herself in terms of she's very good at her gymnastics, very good at her weightlifting, her programming and her philosophy behind programming is very simplistic for her and her clients as well. She likes to keep that one hour of her day, the most fun part of her day. And um, she does that through, you know, constantly varied exercises and just taking different elements of different programming and, and combining that. So like I said, go and check her out. She's an amazing athlete programming is great i wanted to find out more about her philosophies behind programming how someone can find their fitness mojo you know what her background is how she stays consistent in her training so that's the episode today in other news this show is brought to you by movement wins you might have noticed that the podcasts have not been coming out as regularly as usual that's because i've been working hard um launching our our movement wins app which is the slacker tracker now most people need help with their exercise in terms of getting motivation, getting the accountability that they need to go out there and do it. We're not motivated 100% of the time. Even myself as a, you know, a health and fitness professional, you know, athletes, those people, there still needs to be that element of motivation and accountability around going and training. So we created the Slacker Tracker and we track you directly through your heart rate monitors. We give you the ultimate accountability based on your lifestyle, your goals, um, you know, any injuries or anything like that that you have. We set you a calorie target for the week, uh, a personalized target, and then we track you through your heart rate monitors. So it is the ultimate accountability. We gamify it. We give you leaderboards and things like that at the end of the week so you can um, you know, internally compete if that's what you like to do. But it's just there to give you a little bit more motivation when you're training. The biggest problem that I see is uh, when people are working towards a health and fitness goal is just not being consistent. People struggle to stay consistent. Yes, we can all do it for two or three weeks, you know, when New Year's resolutions hit at the start of January, we'll be on it for the month. And then all of a sudden, uh, our training goes downhill and then nutrition and everything else starts to suffer as well. So if you'd like to come and do a two-week trial, you've got your heart rate monitor, Polar, Fitbit, Garmin. Come and do a two-week trial with us. Check it out. I'll link it in the show notes. You can just register there. That'll come through directly to me. There's a few questions that you need to answer and then uh, I'll get back to you with your target. Anyway, I've been rambling on now. I'm going to let you listen to the podcast. This is Find Your Fitness Mojo with Taryn. Okay, here we go. Taryn, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Taryn, it's been so long. We were just discussing then. I think I've been in Dubai almost five years now. I met you in Abu Dhabi probably in the first couple of weeks I'd moved over to Abu Dhabi. Um, mm. Well, like seven, seven and a half years ago. So it's great to chat with you again. Um, How is everything with you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Uh, Taryn, do you want to give yourself a little bit of an introduction? Tell the listeners who you are, what you do. Okay, so my name is Taryn. People call me Hoppy. Uh, I'm from New Zealand. I've been living in the Middle East for 12 years. Uh, one year in Kuwait and then uh, 11 years in uh, Abu Dhabi. Um, I'm a personal trainer. Uh, private for uh, Emirati ladies in their homes. And um, yeah. Yeah, so we um, yeah, so we were. I met you, obviously, like I said, and we we trained together for a little while, and we were just kind of yeah. like just coming up with like crazy workouts and just doing whatever. 
Um, you're obviously, your, your Instagram page, which I'll link in the show notes if you want to go and check it out. Um, obviously, this podcast, I've titled it like Finding Your Training Mojo. And your pages is one of those I always look at. And I'm like, damn, I need to go and train because like you've gone and done this like badass workout in the morning. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this looks fun. I want to give that a try and I'll try this. And your, your bio is literally, it says sharing training videos on the ground with the hope of motivating someone to move, which I think it does that. Oh, amazing. Thank you. Um, yeah, so like I, I remember, I don't know, the, whatever year it was I started Instagram, maybe like 2012 or 2013, I, I had a, a private page and my clients kept on tagging me in their workout videos and be like, Hopefully, let's try this, let's try this. And it was just, you know, girls wearing very little clothes, uh, you know, hair out, like booty this, booty that. And the, the workouts that they were doing were not good at all and my clients were significantly further you know advanced from this but they just got lured into you know how it looked on the gram so that was the whole reason why I, when i started the healthy hoppy like i wanted to i wanted to share real training videos uh, like it's my workout i don't put it i don't make a video to put on instagram it's my it's what i did that day and yeah that the like you said like hopefully like people look at it and think oh cool like nice idea whether they do my program or not but they watch it and feel like awesome I'm gonna go to the gym yeah I think that's awesome and I guess it's just very authentic the fact that it is your workout and you're literally recording I remember like recording your workout say like when we finish your workout just record a couple of sets it might not necessarily be like your exact workout there and then but what it is it's the workout that you're doing and I how many trainers are there out there or people that are posting their workouts on instagram that are doing the workouts day in day out that they're posting like it's all too common you see like fitness models and instagram models posting workouts which like me as a fitness professional is going they do not look like that from doing that like you know with a exactly. boot band or with this out of the other so i guess from your whatever it is that you're posting yeah uh, i mean there's a massive authentic you know authenticity issue on instagram so i just try and keep it real and uh, i get a lot of feedback from people um you know strangers from all over the world and they the first thing they always say is like yeah, i love that it's it's real like yeah so that's always what i've tried to do and inshallah i'm keeping it that uh, like that way so if, for anybody that hasn't gone and see it, seen it, check it out. Um, I guess it's important to kind of know what your, what your background is in terms of sport and your training, because obviously the, the training that you do is, you know, it's, it's quite advanced. Some of the stuff that you do, there's some basic stuff in there as well. But what's your background? So I was a competitive uh, gymnast to uh, quite a high level. Um, and I stopped, uh, my parents made me stop when I was 13 because I had at that stage broken 10 bones. And so they were like, all right, you done. Um, and then uh, I started like competitive sport aerobics and I was a dancer also and I got into the gym based stuff I think I joined the gym when I was 16 like you had to be 16 to join and I joined uh, Les Mills uh, in New Zealand and uh, started going to I'm sure a lot of people would have heard of like body hump uh, body attack like these kind of classes so that's how I started like in a commercial gym and that was like the base of my training and then i kind of transitioned into i didn't even know like i had never heard of crossfit or i didn't know what it was but i was doing very similar movements to that you know like crossfit in my opinion like they didn't invent 
any move. It was just the methodology of how they put it together. But like, you know, burpees and thrusters and all of these kind of moves that uh, they've, they've always been there. And I sort of, as soon as I started doing weight training, like I would, uh, you know, I was doing predominantly group fitness and then I would add in a little bit of weights and then it became more weights and just a little bit of group fitness. And then now it's, I haven't stepped foot in a group fitness studio in maybe eight years. So um, yeah, I've always sort of trained that, that way. That's like what I, what I enjoy to do. Yeah, I think, um, like you said that, like CrossFit's a brand, right? And you're completely right. They've just pulled the methodologies together of, you know, gymnastics, weightlifting, metabolic conditioning, pulled them together. And it's been great, like in terms of even just creating like a community atmosphere and, and what it's done for like smaller boutique gyms and things like that. But I think what was great about even, you know, when we were training before, and I'm almost sure that you probably do similar now, like we would just, we would get to the gym and we'd be like, right, what have we done this week? what things do we need to do? Because as like fitness professionals, personal trainers, we know that there's certain elements of fitness that we need to do week in, week out. Um, How can we tie that in? That's a little bit different to what we've done before because we like the variety. We like to challenge ourselves, try new things that we can use for ourselves and for our clients. Is that kind of the similar style that you do now? Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people will disagree uh, with how I do my own programming and how I program for my clients. So, of course there is a huge science behind programming like massively so but i'm not going to the olympics my clients are not going to the olympics so we're training to be healthier and fitter and stronger average joes like you know we're not olympic athletes so i know a lot of people especially like in crossfit style training they're like work the weaknesses and they have this sort of attitude I don't. I put my hands up and I say straight away, I don't work with my weaknesses. I don't do what I'm not good at and I don't do what I don't enjoy. Because at the end of the day, movement is and being able to work out is a, is a pleasure and is a gift. And I do what I like. Simple as that. And I want to, yeah, so a lot of people would disagree with that and go, oh, you're bad at this move. I need to practice. I need to practice. But for what? Like, it's, a, it's about enjoyment and I want my own sessions to be enjoyable and for my clients to enjoy their sessions. So I really try to avoid things that uh, people hate because it, there's no need. We're not, you know, we're not high level athletes that need to work on the weaknesses as such. So yeah, I know a lot of people definitely disagree with that, but I'm here to enjoy it. Like it's, a, it's an aspect of my life it's definitely not the whole thing of my life also people think that like my world revolves around it it definitely doesn't i have one hour a day to work out and i and i love it and that's it you know then i walk away from the gym and yeah i think you you, but you've summed up there and you said people won't necessarily like that style of training but i i think that's wrong in terms of you've you've understood and you've uh, what your clients are looking for, what their kind of end goals are, what their end results are. And you've, you've figured out that, hey, they're not, prog- they're not trying to progress to like this elite level. They enjoy this style of training, but they don't want, perhaps they don't just, they don't want the stress of having to like constantly improve every single day. And maybe just like you said, it's your one hour a day. Maybe it's their one hour a day that it's just nice yeah. to switch off and not think about things. And the last thing that they want to do is come in and just feel maybe a little bit embarrassed, a little bit shamed. Oh, you know, I can't. enjoy something like yeah and but yeah so of course I try to have a you know a well-balanced you know program like uh, for myself and for my clients but yeah it's not like I don't sit down and calculate the science and okay last week we did five sets of eight deadlifts so this week we're going to progress like I feel like 
that at our like it's, it's just not it's just not necessary like we, we want to move you know we have a very sedentary lifestyle especially here um for many reasons you know like the weather is a big one the infrastructure we're not it's not like the cities aren't designed for walking and then, the, then you've got the weather the religion the culture like there's many reasons and our lifestyles uh, are so sedentary so it's the hour a day that we have to move so i want to move and i move everything like i don't isolate anything i just i just want to move and i want to sweat and i want to enjoy it so do you put down obviously like you're you're super consistent with your training like do you put a lot of that down to like we've just kind of spoke about then actually just knowing that you're going into a session to actually enjoy it like you're going to do things that you enjoy doing you're going to put yeah. pieces. like i um yeah i mean i want to enjoy it like i sometimes i would like plan the night before and be like oh tomorrow i'm going to do this other times i literally walk into the gym uh, like drop my bag down put my shoes on and be like cool like i'm in the mood for this like it doesn't uh, yeah i mean that's it like as long as i move and i sweat and i i'm getting fitter and i'm getting stronger but i'm not necessarily like measuring the nitty-gritty because again i'm not an olympic athlete like i i just feel good and as i get older um i start to realize more and more and more that exercise is more for for the mind like it's uh, yeah you've um you there probably is like you're managing with yourself and your clients as well like there is like you are progressing on like you know that if you go in one day and you can i don't know back squat 50 kg and the next time you try it, you can do 55 kg like you probably highlight those things in terms of what you can see in yourself you can see if you're getting better in your training like i bet if we just looked back through your like seven eight years of just training videos you see you snatching here compared to snatching here oh yeah doing this gymnastics in fact i remember when you got back in because you went back into doing gymnastics right after not doing it for yeah. a while and where yeah. you are where you were there to where you are now is obviously completely different as well yeah and that's the thing and that's without this like and again i know there is a huge science behind programming i'm not saying there's not but that's without using the science of programming you know in an intense way like of course like i'm getting stronger and i'm getting fitter and i see like numbers go up and that makes me feel good but yeah, I mean, it's just as simple as doing what I enjoy. And, my, and, and same for my clients, like what, what my clients enjoy. Because at the end of the day, yes, like as a trainer, you know, you have this like, okay, I know as a health professional what is better for you. But then if your client doesn't like something, like again, it's a business. Like if they're not enjoying it, they're not going to come back for more. So, you, you know, you, you need to find that balance of like, okay, I know what's right, but I know what you like. So you kind of have to like, find that strike that balance um and then you have long-term clients it's funny that you say that i remember when i was in abu dhabi i was training um like training a shake there and, and going to his compound and he had like this awesome gym facility i would go in and train him four or five days a week i remember when i first started training him i think what he liked about me is that he had he, if he didn't want to do something he would just be like don't want to do that change it and, and not in like not in like an arrogant way like but there would just be i would introduce them and go hey we're going to try this and maybe it's something that i was doing in my own training i'm like oh we're going to try yeah. this you go no nah, i don't want to do that and like in my head i've been thinking i was probably in that mindset then of like when i was trying to be a competitive crossfitter like work your weaknesses and things like that now i'm thinking back on it like but i used to just be able to adapt and change things straight away and i think that's what he liked about it and that probably comes down to you know the types of training sessions that we used to do what i used to do for myself like experimenting trying different things and just being able to think on my feet right 
we need to do some sort of like squatting movement, right? He doesn't like this type of squatting movement. He doesn't want to go heavy. How can we manipulate and change things to make it more favorable for him? Yeah, I think that, I mean, I, I do that a lot. Like, uh, you know, at the start of every session, like most of my clients would train five days a week. And so, of course, throughout the week, you know, maybe you didn't sleep or you had an exam yesterday or your child is sick. You know, there's endless variables as to why you're not on form today. And so if I showed up with something in mind, and that's not like what they're vibing today. Like I can change it within one second. Like there's just a lot of the gigabytes <laughs> filled yeah. up with the years of my own training. And then I know like cool things that match well together. Like, oh, that's nice to, you know, do those two moves like superset it together or whatever it may be. So yeah, I think uh, being able to think on your feet. And again, at the end of the day, if you're a personal trainer or a coach or whatever, um, it, it, it's a it's it's a business, and you'd like if you're going to a hairdresser and they you didn't like the way they did your hair, you're not going to go back, right? So if you you know it's as simple as that. Like we provide a service, and the client will choose. You don't own a client. You don't say this is my client. Like if they you know we we provide a service, so they're going to go to who they want to for the best service. So yeah, that's a that's a, actually a great way of thinking about. It. I'm definitely going to be using that one in the future. That's a great way of. Um, and you are right. Like it is, it is a business at the end of the day and you can have an influence on people to an extent and you can guide them towards a methodology that you know is going to help them. But as you've already mentioned, like general population, how many variables do we really need to be fitting in? Like we probably need to be doing some strength training a few times a week. Need to be making sure that we're burning more calories by doing some conditioning work, that type of stuff. It's really not a huge complicated thing. Saying that if you do get to, you do start working with someone who is maybe wants to take it to that next level, then yeah, there may be certain elements that they need to input. Yeah. Then more planning goes into the programming and stuff, but like out of the world, what percentage are elite, uh, are elite athletes, you know, like we're, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to think, but I'm not, (laughs) you know, we just, we just need to move. We need to move our bodies and yeah. Well, what I was going to say then, it was like, what is, you know, when you're stepping into the gym, what's like the minimum? Like if one day you're waking up and I don't know, maybe you've had a, an overindulgent weekend or something, like, you're just not feeling that motivated to train and you're feeling a bit tired, lethargic, but you managed to get yourself into the gym. Like what's the minimum that you kind of expect from yourself? Uh, that I sweat. Okay. Like literally I'll define a good workout by like how sweaty I am at the end. <laughs> like, you know, like, and then of course, then you have the endorphins and the after workout feeling. And, you know, I was saying like, I think that, uh, especially it's become more and more clear as I've got older, like my mental like state throughout the day is definitely like increased. And I think I'm a much happier person. I'm a much probably nicer person to be around having had those, you know, post-workout kind of uh, endorphins and stuff like that. So as long as I sweat, I'm happy. Like whether it's, uh, you know, if I'm like, well, like I have uh, no mood today, I'm going to, you know, I'll just make up some little circuits like, with machine-based cardio, you know, just as long as, as long as I sweat, I leave thinking like that's better than sitting on the couch. Do you get your training inspo from anywhere? Like obviously you, is there any people that you follow online or is there, is there some inspiration that you draw into do your workouts or is it literally just all from yourself? Um, I'd say like it's definitely predominantly from myself. Uh, the last few years I have uh, also started joining classes cause I just sort of hit a wall motivation wise and I was finding um, I would like be driving because my work schedule was crazy. You know, I'm like out of from the house for like 16 hours. 
that's including training and like driving between clients, but that's a long day, you know? So I'd find myself like sitting at the traffic light and it would be like, okay, if I'm going to go home, I'll turn left. If I'm going to go to the gym, I'll turn right. And I'd find myself being like, ah, and I'd, and I'd go home and just like chill for an hour instead of train. And then this was about maybe five years ago. And then I'm like, I cannot be a trainer who doesn't train. Like that's just nuts, you know? So then I started jumping into some classes, but I'd always, um, <laughs> I'd always like complain about the programming because I, I like my own programming because I do what I like, you know? So I think, um, which I, again, I know a lot of people disagree with doing only what you like or what you're good at, but, um, yeah, so most of the stuff is like just from my own head. I, I have fun, like, um, you know, piecing stuff together for, for clients. And then of course I take ideas from Instagram, but yeah, no one really like specific, like I'll see something on Instagram and like, Oh, that's cool. And then I'll like change it. You know, I'll just get the idea for like the format maybe. And then I'll like change all the movements or change the rep scheme or, but yeah, just not a specific uh, place or person. No. I seem to remember you hate Rowan. Do you still hate Rowan? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like that salt bike is better than the rower. Like the I, I don't know. I think I like I probably favour rowing more than most things. That's yeah. something yeah. I remember that from. Um, a million meters, you definitely don't mind the rower. <laughs> that's one of those. Um, but I guess talking about like finding your fitness mojo, like you've given a good example there of like driving home from work, left to the gym, right? And if there's no one relying on, on you there and it's just your own workout going in, like it might not get done, but you've actually used external accountability of like, I'm going to sign in for the class. I'm going to book them for the class. Yeah. To get themselves. And you know what? Like during quarantine, we were at home, like uh, myself and uh, Milano, my, 